When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hail Satan, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Man Bites Pod. This is myself. The Reverend Terry Goddamn, and I am joined with my good friends, We Ryan and Baron Gene Bonyard. Fucking, I am so excited right now. I am so excited to tell you, brothers and sisters, about something that is very, very important to me. I watched this when I was a child, and I watched it when I was a, a middle child. And then when I was a little later in adolescence, I watched this a little bit more because it's just that goddamn good of a movie. But it, it's really not that deep. It's just it was it was when you were a little middle child. Yeah, a little middle child. You know, th- there's not much to this <laughs> film, but it, it's really entertaining and it's worth an hour and a half of your fucking time. So let's talk about Hell Comes to Frog Town. How are you doing, Lee? How are you doing, Mary? Oh, uh, this fucking I'm great, and this movie fucking rules. But I like bad action movies. I like bad action movies more than I like good action movies. You can yeah. miss me with fucking fat. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. Like, I'm not having it. I'm not interested. But if somebody's doing bad kung fu and stabbing people in the neck, I'm fucking in. Uh, I'm good there, Reverend. I'm good there. Now, um... This film, this film's something. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> something. <laughs> um, but I'm with the commander there as well. I'd rather watch this than any fucking Fast and the Furious nonsense. One hundred percent. This movie, <laughs> yeah. this movie has charm at least, not whatever those that fucking franchise has. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, this is this movie makes me think of the song and i'm proud to be an american (laughs) where at least i know i'm free which is the worst song ever like but like they mean that shit they mean it when they make these movies you know you have to respect the the soul behind it (laughs) (laughs) so um this cinematic masterpiece was directed by donald g jackson okay um, you may know him from pretty much just this movie and a couple of rollerblading movies. So yeah. that's not really that important either. It's also written by him and Randall Frakes, 
who wrote a couple of other screenplay plays as well, but it doesn't really matter because you know who this movie stars? Rowdy, 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 Rowdy Piper. Piper. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. You got that name up front. You got him with a shotgun on the front of your fucking movie poster. I'm going to rent that be your chest, man. But Terry, wait, wait, wait. I got to jump in, dude. You know that, Ter- that that Rowdy Rowdy Piper wasn't their first choice? He also was not their second choice. He honestly wasn't even their third choice. <laughs> he was in a Thunderdome battle with some other dickhead that's never been in a movie before or since. And he ended up coming out on top. Well, you know what? I would have tried that hard to get that role because, like, literally, this is this is the role you want. This, this is Rowdy Rowdy Popeye's finest. He's like, he's on top. He's a big name. He's got that hair. It's fucking eighty fucking whatever, and he is so excited to be at the top that he's gonna star in this film. I'm gonna break down the plot really quick for you right now, if I'm. Go ahead, good sir. I will say that I will adhere to my own rules and dock a couple numbers off of this because we don't see any boobs or a death for a couple of minutes. But that being said, we do know that it is the post-apocalyptic future where everyone has killed each other with nuclear warfare. (coughs) And not only that, but there's frogmen, mutated human beings, in prosthetic makeup effects walking around in Death Valley about 20 miles away from Los Angeles or Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, when you have this post-apocalyptic situation, you got to think, well, what am I going to fuck? And, and if you're not really fucking then there's not going to be any babies. And if you don't got any babies, then you're not going to be able to continue with World War fucking three. So this is a big problem for the government, obviously. I mean, I would think that the United States government, for instance, would probably be really interested in fucking with people if they needed more soldiers, you know, or more male heirs. I don't know. There's a really big show on Amazon right now called Hands Made Tale that has a lot of correlations with this in a really stupid way. A lot. A lot of parallels. That's good. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And Handmaid's Tale. It's just Handmaid's Tale is more feminist and accurate. Yeah, this is the super fucking uh, misogynistic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles version <laughs> of the tale. <laughs> so, um, we all know that we're post-apocalyptic now. We got some fist fights between some mutants and stuff. Who do we introduce? We introduce the main character, Rowdy Roddy Piper. But what is his name in this film? Feature is the character of Sam Hell. That's when hell comes to Frogtown. It's not that just like hell's unleashed on Frogtown and like Satan comes up. No, it's worse than that because it's Sam Hell played by Rowdy Roddy Piper. Which is a ridiculous name in the first place that has its place from fucking years ago when people say, what in the Sam Hell? 
that is fucking some old school shit. Sure, yeah, yeah, true that, true that, definitely. Didn't think of so that. Sam Hell is fighting mutants and stuff for little statues of liberty and stuff, which makes no sense because no one knows what a tourist resort anymore is. This is a post-apocalyptic wasteland, fighting musicians. All right, government's going to come pick him up, but all the government officials are scantily clad ladies, I will call Wait a minute, them. wait a minute. Did we already talk about the fact that he's a war vet from World War Three? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, so, I sorry, guess so. Sorry. That's like, it, it's got this Star Wars thing that goes through the front of this, the screen at the beginning of the movie. It's one right, of those. Right. You know, yeah. um, you can definitely yeah, tell it's, it's better than Star Wars, film. though. It's better than Star Wars because it stays stationary, so you can just read it like a normal <laughs> human, as opposed to having it disappear off screen in a weird way. Hey, you know what? Star Wars, when they made that movie, they knew they were going to be owned by the Disney Corporation later on. So they made that like going away effect affect everyone's vision in the united states of america or anyone that ever watched this stupid movie and it fucked up all of our eyes and now half of us have to fucking wear glasses fuck you star wars eat a dick well done sir anyways hell comes to Frogtown. sam hell's going through an apocalyptic wasteland and he gets abducted by the government that is mainly conducted by uh, scantily clad females, except for the big old black woman that's just like, yeah, you got a bunch of fucking jizz up in your dick because we've been following you and there's a trail of pregnant women behind you. I Robert swear Roddy to Roddy is fucking literally laying the pipe across the land and leaving pregnant women across the apocalyptic wasteland. And that's what he gets pulled in for. But let me tell you, Terry... I love you, buddy. And I've never jumped in on anybody on their gimmick. This is your movie. You get to make the, the choice. But I swear to God, dude, if that old black woman is not part of the fucking fights later, me and you are going to have a fucking problem, like friendship reevaluation <laughs> problem. All right. Anyway, this old black woman is telling Rowdy Rowdy Piper that his sperm is, is precious. Yeah, precious fucking sperm and so um he is taken by fucking uh solo bergman who's played whose character is spangle okay and she is like the sexy nurse but she's got these big old glasses so you can't tell she's sexy until he romantically removes them later on <laughs> Her hair's up, too. It's in a bun. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So her there hair's up in a bun, and she has glasses, so you don't know she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the most American shit of all our... <laughs> so her and Rowdy Roddy Piper, Sam Hell, are on a mission that he needs to go impregnate as many women in the... Frogtown part of the apocalyptic wasteland so they can have more babies to fight in World War Four because that's like the ultimate, you know, achievement. Yeah, they need to make stuff. they need to make more men. They need to make more men to die for the war. Six, exactly. 68% of the male population is gone. 
And yeah. most of the female in the population is infertile. It's a problem. <laughs> Hot, but infertile. Hot, but infertile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Um, yep. So, uh, they are instructed that they need to get in their car, which is an absolutely beautiful car. I, I really need to tell you about these guys, this car right oh, now. Oh, it is. The, this is a 1947 Chevrolet Advanced Design panel. This is a milk truck from 1947, and it's is like the, lifted and shit. It is the pink ass, one? Bright-ass pink. And oh, so I love it. They get in to this car with their new, uh, I don't know, their security guard, more or less, that is uh, played by the girl that is actually in the film Silk, and she is also a badass as fuck. Cilia is her name in the film. And they jump into this fucking panel wagon, and there's oh, wait, a bunch of white Anderson, Anderson wait, stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Centilia? Are you talking about her? Yeah. Girl? Dude, do you know that Pam Greer was supposed to play that character? Oh, my fucking God, dude. Really? <laughs> How much better this fucking movie has been if Pam Greer was anywhere near it, let alone playing that character? And if Pam Greer was in this film, this might be my favorite film of all time. For I real. I swear man. to God, dude. I don't think it's any secret to our listeners that I, my ultimate celebrity crush is Pam Greer to this day. Mm. Like, oh, uh, fuck, man. Yeah, I if was, Pam Greer was in this film, I think yeah. there might not be any flaws in it because she would have shown <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Oh. Yes, I know about the obsession uh, of Pam Greer from back in the day with Dark Marks when uh, one of my co-hosts made a flippant, oh, who's that black chick again? Oh, that's right, Pam Greer, whatever. And then the, the, the whole thing was shut down. Now, who is Pam Greer? We were schooled. We were told yeah, I, never to show such disrespect again. Yeah, <laughs> Pam Greer I, is I very close about to that. me and Ryan's heart. I, I did, I did lose my shit mind. about that. It's hilarious. But all respect, Pam Greer, of course. No doubt, no doubt. Love you, Pam. Call me. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they, they pull in to the, the outside territory and they got to get by the fucking security guards and the security guards are dick and, you know, she's like, hey, I got my glasses <laughs> on and I'm going to be, I got some papers and stuff. Rowdy Rowdy Piper's just fucking keeping his fucking mouth shut right now because he's got this thick thing on his cock and balls i don't know if i mentioned the the enormous like cock blocking device that he has on yeah. him that will explode if she touches her earring in the wrong way so yeah he's got a he's got a uh what do you call it like made mary in that what the, what's it's the a chastity belt a chastity it's belt post-apocalyptic chastity belt. belt yeah right yeah. but on his cock and belts yeah mm. <laughs> I mean, I'd be laying low too. You know, I, I'd be, I'd be mining my P's and Q's, so to speak. Of course. Of course. So they they, they cruise through security because of the paperwork, and she's just like, just fucking go, and they fucking pull through. I wish that would have been Pam Greer, man. Seriously, you just like right? I'm not you're breaking his heart anymore, dude. I know, I know. I just ruined this movie for everyone that's listening to. Like, Either way, they get into the wasteland. And they set up camp. 
And she comes out, I'm the sexy scientist. I know you're fertile. I'm fertile too. And she tries to get up on Roddy Piper's pipe and uh, she can't get any. And he fucking shuts her down. He's like, I'm not some fucking toy. <laughs> this is the most misogynistic film of all time. <laughs> it really is. Like, I would never just have sex with you. And then, uh, so she goes to sleep all pissed off. And then the security guards, like, I'm infertile, but I haven't been with a man in a long time. And she's like, yeah, way G. harder G. than Dirty Girl. So it's <laughs> like, okay. And he's like, no, I, I'm so, you know, moralistic in this super misogynistic film. I, I, like I like to get to know lady. I, want to be, I don't just want to no that's that's bang. the next day that's the next day when the very oh, very inappropriate yeah. all right happens. all right yeah <laughs> so um they they wake up in the morning and he's like fuck this i'm gonna run away that's when he realizes that his fucking chastity belt cock and balls fucking robot thing's gonna explode if he gets too far away from the earring well, it he's like shocks him away him. It like shocks him when he gets too far away from the earrings. Yes. So um night number two, they're about to take off into the city, but they get a fucking signal in the goddamn panel van and they're like, hey, we got a gun on top of this thing. Let's go check out this shit. Come to find out, it's one of the human, actual human, because they make a very clear distinction between frog people and humans in this thing and uh she has escaped from the frog village and science girl wants that rowdy pipe to fucking pipe it and he's like no i'm not gonna do that she's not willing and she's a scientist hey i am taught in the art of seduction maybe <laughs> hold on Maybe the worst oh. seductive dance I've ever seen in my life. Painfully white. Painfully white. Thank <laughs> you. That is perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. It's painfully white, which he did. I oh, mean, Spangle is literally played by the Sandra Burgum. She was fucking in Red Sonia and Conan the Barbarian. She's attractive, and she probably could have done a seductive dance, but she holds back that because she is an actress, and she does a really crappy seductive dance to show that the act, the actual character, is a horrible piece of shit. Which is Dude, also you're, put, you're putting a lot. <laughs> Look, man. We know what type of movie we're watching here, and you okay, do okay. too. You're putting a lot of fucking extra seasoning on this motherfucker. Like, it's a good movie. This is not a good movie. It's fun, and it's great, but stop acting like these motherfuckers knew what they were doing. Hey, man, I'm just I'm just trying to portray this as the cinematic masterpiece that it actually is, okay? It's not. It's not. It's not. All right. Anyways, you're he telling, has a very, very inappropriate lies. scene with a girl because <sighs> she was escaped, and I don't know. But she loves him afterwards, and she's like super into it. So I guess that's all right. I don't know. She's hold on, hold on. she's drunk. She is. <laughs> She is drunk. Yeah, she is oh, drunk, yeah. and he's it's just from the night before. Oh, I get to know. Yeah, 
and I get to know someone before I, and then, ah, oh, all right, she's half conscious, it'll be fine. <laughs> <It's so laughs> Either way, it's, it's the next morning. This is a very yeah, linear yeah, movie. Yeah. You know, there is a timeline. So it's the next morning, she's really into him again, and she's like, okay, I'll see you later. I'm going to go jump over the border now. And she's like, okay, cool. So now it's time to move into Frogtown. And she moves into Frogtown. Roddy, Bar Roddy Piper's got the scientists on his fucking chain. Now she's like, I'm your fucking master. But yeah, it's a, it's a government ploy. It's a yeah, government they, they got they got to go undercover. Fucking vice squad type ass shit, you know. And so they move in under cover, and you know what? Who do they meet? They meet fucking his old buddy, his old mining buddy. Um. Sorry, Satan, Satan, Satan. So it's played by Rory Calhoun. Rory Calhoun, yes. His name is Looney Tunes in the fucking right film. Um. They're all super stoked to meet each other and stuff. They're having a hard time. They're going to go make friends with the pimp, the frog pimp, because this is the first time you get to see any of the frog prosthetics. And it opens up with a bar scene like Star Wars. Hmm. I will say this again. This is a better film than Star Wars. And, I agree. Um, so they're at the bar scene. <laughs> they all got the frog makeup on and stuff. They got to go make that pimp deal make that fucking pimp deal and he's trying to sell the scientists trying to get close to the good guy but they're really undercover trying to do the vice squad thing getting in to save this harem of women okay scientist sexy scientist because by this point he's taken her glasses off fluffed up her hair now she's super beautiful obviously. well she's also got a dog collar and she's got fucking fishnets on she's kind of mm. fucking She's a fetish at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, we're trying to make some money here, man. It's called Princess Leia. We're ripping off another character. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's a shitty movie. Let's make a better movie and make it with less money and make more money. That's what I'm saying, man. So anyways, uh, he has this fucking Princess Leia fucking ripoff. She gets abducted by the frogman. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper really takes a lot of beatings in this film, dude. He, like, gets fucked up by every single frog man that comes across him. Trying to be really... a nice guy. He's trying to be a nice guy, and he gets fucked up constantly. He gets stomped out. He gets stomped on the entire fucking film, okay? Um, so she gets taken away she's gonna go to the the high toady fucking toady is the fucking guy's name and she's gonna go to him and that's the main frogman of Frogtown. rowdy rowdy piper's all fucked up but you know what he's got a savior frog lady harem singing prostitute i'm sorry i'm sorry well what, what was the problem? sex worker Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Bro, um, she's a she's a reptilian sex worker, sir, and you will address her as such. But not only is she a reptilian sex worker, she's also part of the underground resistance to achieve the fucking frog people. <laughs> so she saves Rowdy Rowdy Piper. She takes him back into the backstage. You know, it's all cool back there. They do fucking coke off of mirrors and shit. They're just fucking chilling and stuff. You know, they got the fucking boas and stuff. 
And she's like, probably real coke too. It was 1988. I had no doubt. Yeah, yeah probably. Coke. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> she said probably. It was probably in her contract, like, hey, make sure that the nostrils on this frog mask, I can actually do coke with through them, please. Thank They're you. They're straight up fucking like McDonald's straws going straight <laughs> yeah. through that thing. For real. Hey, yeah, I get those hey, McDonald's but... ones, man, because they're extra thick in the 70s, you know, man. Anyways, what? um, what, Gene? Sorry, she, uh, because she is actually a good-looking woman, you can tell underneath as well, because you see the fishnet stockings and the legs on the frog leg Dude, as well. So if she's thinking, if I've got to wear uh, an actress, I've got to wear this frog head, fucking stuff <laughs> these nostrils. That's kind of the worst part, because if you look at these actresses from that year, photos of them, she's absolutely the most gorgeous and there's oh, not seriously close second like she, <laughs> that's hilarious she's <laughs> she just got a she's just a fucking sex worker frog face yeah yeah escort to the anunnaki <laughs> <laughs> anyways rowdy's about to lose the fucking pipe to the fucking rod of this woman and this frog woman and all of a sudden, this fucking package thing starts beep, beep, beeping. Oh, no, she's too far away. The scientist is too far away. With the earring, is too far away. Now my dick's going to explode. Oh, shit. I got to go save her. Goes and tries to save her. Frog lady kind of falls into a pile of uh, cables for some reason. I don't know. The, the, the well, dude, it was, it was downstairs in a dark place. Of course, there's going to be pools of cables down there. <laughs> it's the post-apocalypse what's wrong with you <laughs> because of course <laughs> of course she cries out leave me rowdy roddy piper please <laughs> pursue the harem of women that you are trying to save and impregnate and so you clearly off. have whores to bang and bubblegum to chew <laughs> nice nice he takes off <sighs> Where the scientist is about to be, um, actually, actually, there's the scene where the scientist is mm. rubbed down centrally by the entire harem of women because that happens at about this point. Inflame so her passions, yeah. Inflame yes. her passions so she can survive the ritual of the three snakes, which <laughs> the literally three involves snakes. <laughs> yes, the ritual <laughs> of the three snakes. That's gonna happen <sighs> right now. Rowdy Roddy Piper's bucket already, a, he totally just abandoned the frog-faced lady. He's like, I'm going to go get the nerdy scientist now. He's running down the hallways. He fights a couple of fucking frogmen. He fights the main frogman, whatever. But then he busts into the room the worst way possible because he fucking falls into this, like, fucking, you know, a, a crate of whatever a crate of guns he literally falls into a crate of ak-47s that the border patrol is trying to sell to the goddamn frogmen yep i mean you know people want to say that these things don't have any cultural significance but come on how can you be more fucking blatant than that so Anyways, preach, he's, preach, pa- he's passed out again. He, Rowdy Roddy Piper has passed out for like the third fucking time in this fucking Dude, film. He, he goes to sleep pretty often in this motherfucker, considering the stakes and how high they are. 
And considering that he's the main character in this fucking film. So he's passed out again. Thus begins the ritual of the three snakes, where sexy scientist tries to do a sexy dance, but she realizes that if she doesn't do a sexy dance, that she might die. So she has to do the really sexy dance. And when she does the really sexy dance, it arouses the three snakes, which is basically three dicks, because this fucking frog dictator has three dicks. And then she ah, comes dictator. Dick said it, yeah. <laughs> she starts coming at him. Okay, Rowdy Roddy Piper wakes up with the help of Looney and the fucking frog-faced girl. Frog-faced girl gets fucking... Basically sacrifices her life to save Rowdy Roddy Piper. Right. The ugliest and the most beautiful woman in this film somehow sacrifices her life for Rowdy Roddy Piper. And what does he do? He don't even give her a kiss on his lips. That's the whole frog princess of this story. He don't even <laughs> give her a kiss on the lips. He fucking takes nope. the fuck off and goes and saves the sexy nurse. They're like, let's bust this harem of women out of here. So they get into the car. Luckily, they got Sonelia, and she is still out in the car. She's got that fucking beautiful pink Chevrolet panel wagon, 1947. I'll tell you what, man. And they're with taking a, with the fuck the fucking. Off, with a 50 cal fucking uh, posted on the top, a belt gun posted on the top of it. Like, she ain't playing no fucking games, man. She's shooting everybody. Not at all, man. No, she's fucking everyone up, and they're taking off, and all of a sudden, they get fucking rocket fire from behind when the fucking someone's cruising up, and it looks like they're just random wasteland mutants, and they're coming to get them because they already took out all the toad people. They don't got to worry about the toad people no more. They, they took care of that down the situation. But anyways, they got this fucking 1962 Barracuda fucking coming up the hill, right? Plymouth Barracuda. It looks like it's fucking a bunch of mutants and shit, and they're coming on their ass. They got this rocket launcher and shit. Holy shit. We're going to fight and stuff. Taking off the mask. Who is it? The goddamn Border Patrol that was harassing them in the first fucking place, dude. Mm -hmm. Border Patrols suck. So they get in a fight. Oh, Roddy, Roddy Popper wins. And at which point he's like, I'm going to take the sexy, the, sec the nerdy scientist, the sexy nerdy scientist. And he's like, hey, you know what? We've had our rough parts in the, the past, but maybe you and me should go on vacation. And she's like, and other, as other soon people. as you're done with your work, at which point <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper turns around and looks at the fucking, what, six women he has to go impregnate? And that's the end of the film. That There's no moral to this film other than he, he has says, to go fuck all these women. He says, I guess a soldier's work is never done. And he looks pretty bummed about it. Um, mm, devastated. We we missed a few things here. Do you remember in the bar when <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper is getting sorted out with who's who in Frogtown, and he's making a deal for his fake slave whore? That's the the scientist lady. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me, Ryan. Excuse me. Fake slave sex worker. Pardon me. You're correct. This white slave sex worker, she's not wearing her glasses, so no one can tell. But he's talking to this dude, this frog pimp, like, oh, I'm going to sell it to you so you can bang her. 
And he's like, oh, that's not what I wanted for. I wanted to dance. Not that I wanted to do this type of shit. And then this other frog walks in like he runs the fucking joint. And that motherfucker yells out, shut your hole at everyone for no reason. Like he it goes on for an inordinate <laughs> amount of time. And it cracks me up every single time. And also, the most 80s line of all time in any action movie, maybe ever. Roddy shows up. He finally has gotten free of his captivity. This is a short while later after what I just described. And he comes in with two shotguns and says, eat lead froggies before he shoots anybody. Like he hasn't started shooting nothing he's just standing there for a few <laughs> seconds and goes eat lead froggies and then starts fucking licking shots at motherfuckers it's so good it's so good and this uh, is the brilliance the brilliance of the stupidity of american cinema we it are really the is, best yeah. we are the best at ignorance <laughs> and no one will <laughs> ever take our title on ignorant cinema ever. Fuck yeah, dude. We are the uh, best at fucking stupid artwork. Seriously, everybody <laughs> else was trained for fucking years. We got stupid music. And we got stupid <laughs> films, man. And we kick ass at that shit. No one's taking that, man. And that fucking weird, that old school, weird, hateful, angry, rapey fucking. Uh, kiss that he gives the fucking scientist at the end like yeah, that man. shit i'm like dude like y'all yeah. mad at each other and clearly there's sexual tension that's been built up but i'm like that's still rapey and weird man like, it's not good you know that was like the first shot too and he was just like i'm rowdy rowdy biker i'm gonna fucking kiss you now you know and it's just like i don't know man this is this would only have been made at mm. this point. It, it's, be, it's so stupidly fucking <laughs> bad. And at some point, there's these weird fucking feminist concepts that come into it too. That are also pretty brilliant and right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and true. Like, that's true. There's like, well, the fucking women are actually in control of everything, and fucking Rowdy Rowdy Piper is the fucking piece of shit well, in this entire no, movie. No, actually, but the whole the villain... point of the film is this commercialistic aspect of fucking misogyny, so we can sell tickets. So, well, no, I don't man. know, man. The, the villain at the end of this, this actually is wholly, I think, at the end of the day, the majority of this film is a feminist film. If you see the villain at the end of the day that motherfucker says we used to be on top of it remember and it's his old war buddy and he's like yeah we used to be on top of the world and now women run everything and we're taking it back and his whole deal is i've got an rpg i got a bazooka i'm gonna blow up the car and it's like and i'm building a nuclear weapon so that i can say men can run the world again and piper fucks that up for him. and he yeah. sides with the women it's a fem it's a feminist movie at the end of the day 
but it's it it's is, a man. very eighties take on it's a <laughs> world wrestling eighties yeah. take on on feminism for sure, but it still is it's still in that ballpark at the end of the movie I think. It's not being shown at any feminist film festivals. They're not. They're no, not using no. this film to make any points <laughs> whatsoever. Lord knows that ain't. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the, um, that Roddy was chosen for his wrestling skills because you had pointed out how he could take a bump, how he was thrown into a hell of a lot of things all the time. Oh yeah. The fight scenes was pretty much him giving body slams. Yeah. yeah to, right. to lizard people. Yeah. Throughout. It was so all it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect film for Piper and a perfect time to have Piper in a film because I think it's about 86, 88 at the height of his popularity. Oh, yeah, yeah he was big at this point, man. Absolutely. And, and, and yeah. I'm going to say it right now. I think I said it earlier. Piper is and always will be my favorite wrestler of all time. I, I fucking yeah. love Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, another thing to note about this um, is the Vasquez rocks um the vasquez mm -hmm. rocks are used in star trek they are used in bill and Ted. Oh, i know what you mean it, yeah they're used in a bunch of super epic television and and movie scenes and mm -hmm. they use them in this on purpose as well um the vasquez rocks is is fucking amazing that's fucking look man la rules the world i don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah and then the uh the actor that plays uh looney tunes that rory calhoun he's in motel hell which yes is fucking unbelievably rad okay. he's an awesome american like character actor he just has that face that you can't forget you know he's that guy from that thing he's one of those guys mm -hmm. um and well, motel hell is definitely worth checking out as well I think we should do it on this show at some point. Um, additionally, this is something I actually learned today. The composer of the music of this movie is named David Shapiro. He is the father of alt-right, uber-fucking-Nazi Jew. No way. That fucker. Yeah. The guy oh, that did the original music for oh. this movie is the father of that father. face, Ben oh. Shapiro. Well, he failed. He failed as a father because that fuck. Yep. Did you know he just came out re recently? His latest outburst is that hip hop is not music. Fuck all hip hop music. It should oh, go yeah. away. Oh, yeah. yeah. That piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh I got, I got a little, quick little recommendation for anybody out there. Go listen to Behind the Bastards. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. They read Ben Shapiro's novel that he wrote and talk <laughs> about it. It's the most batshit, badly written propaganda, fascist bullshit you've ever heard. And it's hilarious. But yeah, anyway, yeah, Ben Shapiro's yeah, a shitbag and yeah. his father did the music for this movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I'm literally, I'm literally taking this down a notch almost now, man. Because I didn't I know that. I couldn't, I couldn't know that and not say it. 
I'm I sorry. mean, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it, but this literally maybe only a half a notch, but it definitely came down one now. Uh, all right, well, let's do gimmicks. Let's do gimmicks, yeah, buddy. Gimmicks. It'll make you feel all right, man. I won't be sad about it. I won't be sad about it because we got a fist fight coming up right now. We yes. got a fucking straight up fist fight. And I'm saying okay. the intake nurse at the beginning of the woman. Yes. Yes, that's that was your request earlier. And uh the toad lady. Toad lady. Oh. To- wait, 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 what? wait. What do you mean, toad lady? The the stripper? The dancer. The dancer. There you go. Oh, stop it. No? You think so? Reptilian reptilian escort versus Mama Cass. Everybody yeah. else, everybody else <laughs> go. I'll weigh in. Toad stripper, I'm gonna put down. Uh, well, um, it's got to be Mama Cass, Big Bertha. I mean, just rips the head off the Toad Woman. <laughs> Done. Anal, anal <laughs> like three second squash match. Done. What can I black, say? Old, old black lady intake nurse has no feelings about anybody's bullshit. She's fucking murking that motherfucking bra. That bra <laughs> is sad about shit. She's like concerned about. She's concerned about concerned about her own feelings. She's concerned about other people's feelings. Like she's worried about stuff. She's just trying to get through the day with her goofy little fucking job. She's a sensitive artist, really. If you break it down, mm. Mm. intake nurse Intake nurse is fucking tearing heads off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You guys are both. You guys are both going with the intake nurse. Um, yeah. like it's not even close. Yeah, All a right. rack. I'm putting a rack on it, definitely. Right. Yeah, I'll put a rack on it. Yeah. I got I to gotta say, you know what? You boot-licking motherfuckers. Toad lady. <laughs> How dare you? Fucking part of the revolution, man. She's a part of the revolution. She's trying to tear down the state. And she might just be an intake lady, and she might have seen some shit, and she might be tough, fucking kind of tough from fucking surviving World War Three. And that's cool and all, but she's just she's just a lady. How how mutated is that is that frog lady that not only did she have to break the glass ceiling of being uh not just a lady, but a frog lady, and then make it in a fucking society, and not only that, but she is a fucking self-promoting woman that is like empowered enough to fucking go and do these things at this fucking bar just to make make money and get the inside information to take down the man as a part of the goddamn revolution. You're going to go with the fucking clerk, the intake clerk. By the way, you just said it, clerk. She's not a fucking, she's not a stormtrooper, dog. She's trying to get through the day. She was hardened by life before she took the job. You also, know I shut it down, man. Also, you know I shut it down, dude. Hold on. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Also, <laughs> we're talking a one-on-one. We're not talking yeah. which side do you pick, good or evil. We're yeah. talking who wins in a fucking fight. She you specified. She's a fucking mutated toad lady that drinks at the bar like regularly where they serve the toxic uh. waste. We I'm have toads. You. We have giant toads down here all over the shop during the summer. We get cricket bats out and play sports with them. Toad doesn't mean shit. Toad <laughs> don't mean shit. You, you specified you right fist now, fight. I will fuck that toad lady up, but I'm actually 
wary of fighting that fucking nurse. Mm. Me as a human being right now in the real world, I will fuck that toad lady up. She's going to be busy worried about what poem she's going to be writing. I'll break the <laughs> fucking stupid toad jaw. And this fucking black nurse is going to look at me crooked and fucking break my shit for me. Like, there's no fucking contest in a fight. Who's on the right side of fucking history? The stripper. Yeah. 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 All day. Of course. I'm on her side. Escort. Will I help her fight the black nurse? Yes. <laughs> of course. The proletariat. I'm with them. But that fucking one-on-one, there's no way that fucking Toad Whore is winning against the fucking against the fucking nurse. There's no way, dude. This is not ancient right, math, man. This is simple mathematics. All right. Well, then I guess are where are you at, Baron? Here, because you're you're the tying vote. Um, Black Power. <laughs> I already circled it, buddy. <laughs> he, he already said the nurse. <laughs> and yes, Black Power all day. <laughs> all right. I, to fight. All right. I guess I guess the revolution has failed. Whatever, man. Um, That's not what? true. You're being ridiculous. You're Did tying you one thing to another. Did you guys see any other product <laughs> placement in this shit? Product no. placement. Oh, oh yes, cores. Cores. Yes. yes. He drinks the cores. So that was the only one I saw as well. Uh, other than that, I guess we can rate this shit, yeah? We've got a bit, I, bit of violence. I, I, I have to say something real oh. quick. I really enjoy the fact that we have consi- we came up with a gimmick that we have fucking bested ourselves at, where we cannot find product placement because the movies we pick are good enough and underground true. enough to not right. have it. Yeah, that's very true. Like 99% of the time. Yeah, yeah, 99%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice work, Jim. Anyway. Um, a bit of violence, because I do have one. I do actually have a bit of violence for this one. Um, kick it off. Um, the end of the Dance of the Three Snakes via a kick on, on the three dicks. <laughs> That's mine. That's mine, too. I, to I, I'm not even going to act like I had another one. That's mine, too. 100%. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She shuts it down. She shuts it down. Yep. Red Sonia three, all the way. The three dick kick gets it for me every time. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's probably the best piece of violence for sure. I, I'm going to go with it. I, I don't have anything else written down. Just the fact that she like literally squares up and kicks all three of them. <laughs> That's you know? the best part. Is yeah, that she individually like, kicks and it's stupid and like dumb as this film is and like inappropriate as it is there's not much violence in it it's just stupid this is a beavis and butthead joke of a movie yeah 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 so wait a minute is this a three-way three dick kick three-way fucking (laughs) tie yeah it is it is man i think that's the first time that's happened I think it is actually. Fucking hell, Satan, man. Let me just. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, I'll do that too, man. Cold clap. Cold clap. Cold clap. Let me put the fucking. I put an upside down star next to the fact that that happened. 
for the first time, we fucking all came to the same bit of violence. Three-way, um, three dicks, three snake. <laughs> yes, the three-way, three-dick kick. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, well, you guys want to rate this shit? Yes. Who goes? Kick it off, Ryan. Okay. <clears throat> the commander is going to give this a rating of jungle rot. This is it eats at you. It's creeping. It's weird. But it's also very one-dimensional. You know exactly what the fuck it is. You know where it came from. It's it ain't going away on any level, but you you know, you can you can shake it off if you need to. You can forget about this if you really have to. <laughs> Once you fucking <laughs> deal with it. Once you process it and deal with it, you can forget about it. This is jungle rot 6.6. Nice. Now I'll let you finish off there, Reverend, because I wanted to finish off on a a positive note. It's not a negative note that I'm coming across with here. This film's just not for me. <laughs> it's just ain't my type of film. But, it, it, you know, it is fun. I'll give it that. Um, it's fun in a way like when you eat too much junk food and you basically throw up in your mouth. That's, <laughs> that's what... That's, <laughs> that's, that's the best fucking... Great, that's so perfect. And then you swallow it back down and just continue eating. Got to get to the end of the bag of chips. <laughs> Got to get to the Got to finish man. it up. This movie is cotton candy and Dorito vomit. That's what it is. Well done. Um, yeah, I'll give it a five. It's a five out of ten. Fair a enough. Five? Nice, yeah, man. You know what, dude? I'm just going to give a number straight up. I, I think that this is a six, and I, I'll go lower than the commander and a little bit higher than the Baron, but I think that this is only a six movie, but I wanted to do it because it's fucking fun, man. I love <laughs> shit like this. It's fun. Yeah. Does I have to, it didn't hit any of my marks. No one died in the first fucking 20 minutes. There's tits kind of like in the middle of it, but they're not like in the first five minutes. It's not Scream, you know? And I don't even like Scream that much, but it still gets a point because there's boobs in it. So, like, you know, I just got to say that, yeah, this is only a six. Six? Six. Yeah, look, man, like, I only gave it a 6.6 .6 to be fucking silly about it, but honestly, it's, it's a six. This movie's a six. It's a solid six. It's fun. It's it's good if you like bad movies. If you like bad American action movies with silly, ridiculous twists, you're in. And by the way, I am going to fucking find this movie. I can't, I've tried to find it. You know there's a sequel to this? Yeah, in like 96. <laughs> there's a fucking sequel to this. Yeah, and I cannot fucking find it. But as soon as I do, I promise you it's coming. We're doing it. Maybe that's a maybe that might be a Patreon episode if we ever get to that level. I don't know. But yeah, so, sure. Yeah. It's a whole, I mean, it's like a whole fucking said, deal. I picked it out and everything, and I knew it was only a six, but I wanted to do it because it's fucking fun. 
you know like it's just so off the wall and no point to it whatsoever yet i don't know it's got fucking farmer vincent in it you know Look, man we'll do whatever uh, the fuck we want to we'll fucking absolutely we'll, we'll start absolutely. fucking we'll st- i'll make you motherfuckers watch made for tv miniseries if i fucking feel like <laughs> like we'll, we'll do we'll do fucking grim shit We'll watch fucking Ted Bundy miniseries. Like I don't care. Oof, oof. <laughs> That's this, not this was, I would I would I wouldn't do that to you. It's not my type of film, but it was fucking fun to talk about though. Yeah. Right. So I'm down I'm down with that. Down with that, definitely. Well, this, and I'm morbidly this, curious about a sequel. Just how, why, what? <laughs> I'm by the way, the thing is, doesn't that make it a good movie if you really want to see the sequel? Like, if, if you, if it you makes it a morbid about, curiosity, a morbid curiosity. <laughs> and if you want to talk about the rating situation, like I don't trust other people's ratings so much. I trust my people, you too, for instance. Mm-hmm. But the rating on IMDb for Hell Comes to Frogtown is something like five and a half or like six out of 10, maybe. The rating for the sequel is like 2.5. Oh, I'm gonna do it, man. I'm gonna do it. Has to be done. Has to be and done. Just like roadkill, got to look. <laughs> I, I would fucking track it down. I would like to justify this a little bit. You know, we've done a lot of comparisons and stuff. And the first time that I saw Star Wars, like, you know, whatever, I was young, and like, then it's the end, and they get the fucking medals and stuff, and Chewbacca's there, and then the, like, girl's there. I was like, that's cool. That could have been the end of the movie. Like, I didn't need all the, like, weird Disney incest version that happened after number one. I could have stayed at fucking Star Wars. But I really, really want to see Hell Comes to Frogtown Part 2. Like, that's a film I wanted to see. And I feel like we should just really invest in the art that we make and hell comes to Frogtown part two i haven't seen maybe it's better it's probably not the sixth that we just gave it which is kind of the outstanding opinion on multiple other websites i have no doubt it is a far inferior movie but it doesn't mean i won't watch it yeah. um we'll, we'll we'll i'll try and track it down and we'll see what's up with it and um maybe we'll fucking just do that like as a side note on another episode or something like that i don't think it's oh gonna God. be worthy of a full episode but it's, it's gonna it's gonna be the um the pool brother fucktard versus mayweather as opposed <laughs> to the conor mcgregor versus mayweather fight that's pretty fucking good. That's yeah. pretty fucking good. I don't know, All right. man. Since I brought up okay. this issue, I'm going to say, like, let's never talk about this film again because, like, we spent the last five months talking about number two that I don't want to watch. Do you want to watch it? No. But you went from wanting to watch it to not wanting to watch it? Yeah, I'm done. Done. I, I've given I'll up fu- hope. I'll, all right, here's what's going to happen then. I'm going to fucking find it and watch it because I'm morbidly curious. And then I'll get back to you. Okay. Okay. Go scout. <laughs> Go All scout right. in the wasteland of, of film. May, All right. May <laughs> Satan bless me in my fucking journey. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. That's it, man. 
Uh, I'm yeah. ready to sign the fuck out. Did you guys enjoy it enough? Absolutely. It was fun, dude. Yeah, fuck All right. it. <laughs> well, I hope everyone else enjoyed listening to us. And thank you for, uh, you know, doing this shit. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.